Hello and welcome back to the student speaker. I am Theo and I am the host today. Joining us today we have Jack. Hello. And my co-hosts Tom and Abby. Yes, we are back. So today we are going to be having a look, and this is more of a different new kind of podcast. We're going to do sort of like a debate this time. Um, and our first subject is going to be uh, votes at 16. So Tom, would you like to express your opinions towards the matter of votes at 16? Well, I support this campaign of votes at 16 because, we're going to be frankly honest, we are the future of this world. We're the future generation of this country. Surely we should be able to have the say on what we can do, what our world will be like when we're older. We have um, loads of opportunities at 16. You have a right to have sexual relationships legally. You can get married due to par uh, if there's parental consent. You can join the army, yeah? Why can't you vote? You're telling me I can get married but I can't vote. How obscure, okay? I should be able to vote. But it's my case on the matter. Um, thank you very much. So, to be honest, I think that if you look at around you today and you see all the different teenagers at 16 years of age and 17 years of age, I'll be honest, a lot of them are very, very immature. And I think this is a, an example of why votes shouldn't be, you know, for 16-year-olds to 17-year-olds. I think it should be 18-year-olds because then that way you've had the chance to experience the working world and experience what's actually out there, not just what you've been told by your school and what you've been told by your parents. You're saying that we're immature and things like that, but if we are given the opportunity to be more mature, if we're given the opportunity to do the things that adults do, we will probably become more mature and take a say in. I can, I can see your point, but I think there's certain people that just don't have that maturity and haven't developed the maturity yet. And I think there is... Like you look at the okay, there is obviously the people who are always going to be mature and always going to be sensible, but there's a large majority. Or I say majority. That's probably not true. But there's a large amount of teenagers at the age of sixteen and seventeen who aren't mature enough to be able to given that freedom to vote in elections. Yeah, I think it's more the minority that would be able to vote, like like if it were to be, like actually looked at that there is it is the minority that is more sensible. Whereas like the majority of sixteen of sixteen year olds are more immature and more still like high school age, so I don't think yeah. it's right. But what difference is those two years gonna make? Like you're saying there are people who are gonna be in immature like the whole time. Like you should let the people who know about these things vote when they can and make this choice when they can. I can see where you're coming from, but I think the problem is, as well, as the, my main point is that if you look at the world of 16 and 17-year-olds, they haven't actually experienced the working world yet. I mean, you can only really start to work at the age of 16 because you've got a national insurance number. And so before this, you haven't had the chance to work. You're still in full-time education until you're 18. So in the situation, I think that they shouldn't have the votes at 16 because it really results in immature decisions being made or not immature such like uneducated decisions being made because they don't know how the world fully operates yet they haven't actually experienced past their school and past their family they're still enclosed into their family's mindsets and their school's mindsets and it's very influential yes but there's more to what makes you you than the school or your parents your family if you think about it, if you walk along the street, 
certain things you see may influence you. Certain people you see may influence you. Um, the news, that's so big these days, the media. If children are competent enough to be able to play all these el electronic games and use technology, they can also use technology as a method of research to help develop their understanding of a wide world. So they don't have to listen to just one news channel. They can listen to uh, various um, forms of news, various forms of media, which can inform them of how the world works beyond school and show various points of views from several professions. So I get what you're trying to say with that, but it, there is also, again, the large majority. They don't even revise for like their GCSEs and tests and things like that. Like, How do you expect them to also like look at voting and look at news and everything like that like when they can't even revise yeah because serious because there's a lot of students such that i've seen in school that we go to that um just aren't bothered they're, they're not here for the education they're not here for the progression of life they're just here to be with their mates and this and i don't you you can say they can research and you're totally right the internet is there and they can research and there's vast amount of information on the internet but the internet's also a place which is yeah, again, it's one of those biased places, and it's 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 in sort of in a way there needs to be a way of allowing people to get information about the upcoming elections and referendums and situations like this, which they can get, which is non-biased, which is a way of them getting information. And if that was put in place, there might be a chance of those sixteen being successful. But as when Jacko said, there's such immaturity at this age that it'd be really difficult to get that to actually be taken seriously. But if there are those people who are not bothering to revise, who aren't bothering to do these things, then what's to say that they're going to go and vote? This is the, I've got a cousin um, who recently voted in the general election in December. Um, and I would be honest, I think he made a very uneducated decision. He just scribbled in all the boxes and he said, I've spoiled my ballot as a way of saying I don't want to vote for anyone on that piece of paper. Now, from a political standpoint, that you've basically just wasted a piece of paper. They're just going to throw that in the bit. And this is the sort of, and I think if votes were given to 16 year olds, it'd be just more, and it'd be sort of, it wouldn't be taken seriously. And it'd be more seen as, oh, I can do this, oh, and it'd be just done as a sort of like, exploiting the power in a weird sort of way adding to what you said i also think uh like 16 year olds are like more more easily manipulated yeah like they like to get an idea in someone's head in as a 16 year old is a lot easier than someone who's experienced the working world and has looked into it like it is very easy to make a 16 year old think about and i guess the word is be influenced by someone's words mm. they're very easily you know Yes. Yeah, I, get, I guess you know what I mean. And with the whole spoiling the ballot thing, my point of view on that is, surely that's a vote in itself. That's a vote to say, you've had enough of the political system. That is your point of view. Isn't that just as equal? Yeah, I like understand that it is considered a vote wasted, but if that's their viewpoint, that's their viewpoint. Yeah, but if you look into it as sort of like, what does that give worth-wise to the election results, such as basically adds <clears throat> another one to the count of the amount of people who bother to actually vote in the election. And that doesn't, 
influence the country in any way, shape, or form. And as far as I know, all a, a vote on our election is is to influence the country and influences the country's way of working. Um, and by doing by spoiling the ballot, it's just basically wasting your time, and it's not going to gain anything for the country or yourself. So are you saying vote Green Party because you don't want to waste the paper? So the, this is another... <laughs> Green Party is one of those parties which is, in my opinion, very delusional um, because of their beliefs. Of, uh, they haven't sort of factored in everyday life. They sort of... I can un- their morals are perfect. I'll give them that. I understand their morals completely and I respect their morals. Um, obviously, looking after the planet is one of the things that we need to take more seriously. Um and it isn't taken seriously. But I think the Green Party aren't really representing what people want to happen, and I think they're more like giving off a um, vibe of stick windmill there, stick a solar panel, and I, and I think they need to actually structure their manifesto and structure the way that they want to operate the country as a way of actually getting into vote and if they do get in and they actually follow proper morals i can understand you know why they should have power right so steering away from political views so couldn't the views of 16 and 17 year olds add value to the results i think the 16 and 17 year olds general uh idea that i the um, 16, 17, the younger generation are more inclined to probably vote something like Greens, sort of a because obviously environmentalists and stuff like that is majority younger people because they can see how the planet's been ruined and they're trying to fix it. Um, but at the same time, I think that the uh, younger generation, such 16, 17 year olds, to be, bespe- bespe- there, to be precise, um, haven't got that worldly knowledge to see that it isn't just about you know, the short term of we've got to put all these solar panels in to replace the coal power station, that is a very good point, and I'm sure the other parties would consider doing it. But the problem is the after plan of that, of actually how to run a country, which I don't think the Green Party is quite there yet. I understand your point of view on this. I'd just like to say that I think if you did change the voting age to 16, it would change a point of view and it would have an influence on the have a massive electorate yeah. because it was 56 years ago that in 1964 we underwent the change from votes at six, uh, votes being lowered from 21 to 18 and in that general election which was the first general election of its type where 18 year olds could vote the um, third Labour government came into power and taking over from the Conservatives that previously previously in charge so I just want to say that if there were votes at 16, it would be 16-year-olds putting their own two pence in, putting their own say on it, and that could have a massive change on the result and a change in the way the fu- future of this country heads in. I think if 16-year-olds did have a vote, it would have quite a big influence. And it would, because about think, I mean, I mean, I don't have the top of my head. Do you have a look, Jack? Um, how many... Um, 16, 17 year olds there are in the United Kingdom but that the extra I would assume a couple maybe millions of votes it would get would be quite influential on the way the country runs but at the end of the day even if for example we change from a Conservative government into a Labour government now it doesn't necessarily mean that you know the votes will be important and it'll be more of a situation as well as a parent there isn't enough 
to overwhelm the rest of the British population, I don't think, to make a catastrophic impact. Mm-hmm. So is it fair that you're, or not you specifically, but the government is not letting us have a say in what our future's going to be like? We're letting the these 70-year-olds, like what they wanted, what they still want, we aren't seeing what our adulthood is going to be like. I think that um, I think it is fair because I believe that, to be honest, that a lot of the 16, 17-year-olds in this country aren't educated enough to make an informed decision on politics and how the country should be run. And I think that um, we should focus on um, maybe making an education that into the curriculum to give the um, 16, 17-year-olds that knowledge. And then once they have that knowledge, maybe then it will be suitable to bring in the idea of vote 16 again. But even in our school, in this year, they've done a mock like vote. We didn't get the results for that, actually. It's quite... Yeah, but we did do one. Yeah. And people in Year 7, if they repeat this, they're going to go up the school system aware of how it works and aware of what you should do. So... If all schools start to do this, what's to say that the voting age can't be lowered? I it's really difficult because, yet again, it's, it depends on... Because some schools are highly left or right. And as I said before, for Vote 16 to be implemented, it has to be non-biased. And the idea of schools doing it, it's very good, but... They could have, let's say, they could be could be a left-sided school, and they could, for example, want the, and then they could make information packs a little while before to try and influence the students into voting the party that will gain them extra funding. Nothing is going to be non-biased. You can't. There's not going to be a piece of paper that has the facts for Labour, the facts for Conservative, and they're not going to be exactly opposing each other. They're not going to be, oh yeah, we're going to do plant this many trees, we're going to plant that many trees, and it's not that black and white. Like, there's always going to be a sway to one side, no matter mm. where, which side it is. Often that can be your workplace. For example, if you work in a school, you may be inclined to vote for a Liberal Party. However, if you were worked in agriculture and conservation, you may be thinking, actually, the Green Party is the party to vote for. So, but Abby's right, there's always going to be this level of bias. Yeah, and there always will be. But I think in the situation of educating young people, the schools... Should, if they're going to educate young people on this situation, they should have to be non-biased. I, I completely agree. They shouldn't say, this is what you should vote for, because they haven't got... Well, even if they necessarily don't do that and they just uh, change the way the um, sort of information's given out to students, it depends. if the information's given out with left hand in mind, for example, it could be more aimed towards supporting them, or if it's right hand in mind. It's, and it's it's very difficult to get a school on their own to create a non-biased pattern. And I think if there was to be votes at 16, the government would have to implement a compulsory um, education for students on political views and politics and coming up elections and stuff so that they are able to vote with enough of an educated decision so that they can have, you know, an educated vote. But the government itself is biased. 
this, because it's conservative. Well, isn't no, no, it? this is no, but that is true, but also not true. Because there's people in the. So you look at the House of Lords; they're not league. They're not allowed to be sided. They have to be neutral. And the Queen's neutral; she has to be neutral. And this, and there is a group of people who are just neutral because they have to be for their job. Um, and I think that the um, if it was to be put in place, there would be someone there who would be able to make a non-biased that pack for a school to allow the just to just basically raw information that isn't either sided it's just information to educate people i completely agree they, they can't just put a law in place and say this that we're not going to do anything about it there has to be the foundations towards it and i think that should be part of if and when this vote 16 happens i think this should be part of it they should be able to educate because they're not they don't introduce all these laws and then have no foundation to it they have to have the foundations so you are right in that one. As yes, yeah, if and you know, if it is to happen, and it does go through, and Parliament accept it. I mean, I think it's three or four times there now. They've they've got to Parliament, but it's been declined at that point. I think it's it's getting both sides. To, I don't, it's really you need um educated teenagers to understand the politics and how the system works how the country runs but you also need the government as you say to be non-biased and i think it's so many factors that have to be put in place to be able to get the votes of 16 i think there's so the issues in the world at the moment are massive as well and i think the government's really overwhelmed and i don't think they're actually able to in the current circumstances to be able to like allow votes of 16 but don't you think that 16 year olds have a strong viewpoint on these issues for example climate change world war three this whole speculation about it teenagers think that this shouldn't be peace rather than letting these old fogies get around and doing all these things in their opinion that is what they would say it's not what i'm saying I can I totally understand where you're coming from, but I also you know everyone references to oh it's all these uh, I'm sorry I'm going to bring in the B word Brexit. The like, everyone's always like oh the grandparents of course they want Brexit to happen uh, uh, yeah they're, they're the old people. They're. At the end of the day, when uh, this is just a little I'm not going to carry on Brexit, but when we <sighs> voted to enter the European Union, the country didn't really want to, but it was more of a peace thing at the end of World War Two to keep the countries from going at each yeah, other. It was in 1970, wasn't it, or something? So yeah, it was no, but it was not at the end of World Oh, yeah, no, it wasn't at the end, it? but no, it was afterwards, and it was a way of keeping peace between Europe and allowing trade, free room of trade and free room of people. And the British public, as far as I... Well, from what I've heard, this is not... Don't quote me, but it's from what I've heard from speaking to people in Gareth and stuff, they've said that they didn't necessarily vote to join the um, European Union it was more of a government decision which is yet again brings you back to your point of the government is biased um, and it's it's again it's trying to get it so that it's non-biased as, as I said before it needs to be non-biased I, I think if we're going to go back to the point where we're talking about votes at 16 if it was to ever go forward and I'm not being rude when I say that, if it was to go forward, there would have to be a mandatory thing within schools where there would have to be a politics subject learned. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. English and maths. Yeah. Because, like like, like our school, there isn't a politics... No. And it's an A-level option if yeah, you it, want it, to. It, yeah, it's an A-level option. But, but by it, like, then you're, like, past... Yeah, and, and by, and by <laughs> then you probably know it already because your parents have blabbered on about it and whatnot. I, I think there will need to be a mandatory subject that you will have to take and have to pass things like that because to to become a 
a person in society, you would you would at least need to know your politics. I believe that there should be household expectations. It shouldn't just ha- live in a household and listen to everything your parents say. I've grown up in a household where we haven't talked about politics. We talked about the facts, not the biased points of view. I've different points of view to my parents. That's the way it is, and I agree that there's this level of bias around it. But the government should suggest that. You can't let parents yeah, but I, you. What I mean by like your parents would have blathered on, I also mean like by that time you'll have also seen enough news. And you'd almost be the age of 18, which is the legal voting yeah. age anyway. Yeah. So um, and you, yeah. as you said, you're, you're in there, your house may not talk about politics as such, but I mean, mine, we don't really talk about politics, but it's a situation of when it's like anything related to it, it also becomes a politics point of view. Um, and it becomes a way of the parents expressing to their children what they think and their beliefs. But my parents, uh, they don't bother, like, if you want to vote, vote for what you want for. Vote, vote for what you want. And at the end of the day, I think all parents should just be supportive of their child's decisions. And if votes for 16 were to be put in place, I think the parents should be just as supportive and not want to, like, brainwash the kids to vote for their party. Mm. And I think... It should be purely the child's decision, but then at the end of the day, as yeah, again brings back to my point. I don't think there should be vote sixteen because by this point, there just isn't enough of maturity and education in place to accept vote sixteen yet. And it it might just be a thing of now, but at the moment, anyway, there cannot be, in my opinion, vote sixteen because it's undoable in a way. I but think it would also <sighs> get to the point. <laughs> I think I think it would also get to the point where they're just choosing what their parents would would vote. If, exactly. if, if like some parents, they don't share what they vote because they find it private. But if they if if they'd shared their views, mm-hmm. it's it, again what I said earlier. It's very easy to influence a sixteen year old. But like, how are we not? Okay, Charlotte's coming on. So in case you didn't hear that, uh, we just had one of our producers say, uh, could you argue that this is one of the most important times for 16-year-olds to have the vote? Um, I can see why... It's very difficult. If you look at the current situation, um, uh, we're filming this on the 15th of January 2020, and at the moment, the Parliament of the United Kingdom is focusing on some very big issues, and I... But I, as far as I can see, I do, cannot see the vote 16 being put through in this current scenario that the country's in. I think we're in a situation where we need to get this whole B word over. Um, so that Only 16 days to go. So that um, <laughs> the um, government can move on to different issues. And the as the um, youth parliament for the country is um, trying their hardest to get vote 16 put in place. But... At the end of the day, I, didn't, I can't see it. And as you say, at the moment, yeah, okay, it might be important to younger people, but it, that's it's important to the younger people who are educated on politics. But isn't it important for us to be aware of the party that we're voting for who could send us off to war or who can make all these other decisions for us before it's too late? Um, I can see the whole... But the, you can't be put into war until the age of 18. You can't be, no, like, legally, like, you know, when they do that thing where they send them. As far as I know, you have to do training for two years in British 
um, camps. But with World War Three coming up. Yeah, but it's this, this whole scenario of World War Three. Trump's got it. Handled. It's not an actually a big issue. It's it's and at the end of the day, if you look into it, it's not between England and anyone. There's been a war going on in Iran for forty odd years, and at the end of the day, um, it's. And this whole scenario, if, if you've seen um, Donald Trump, he's backed down and he's started to realise, okay, maybe, you know, and it, I mean, it, it, that's not, yet again, everything we hear from America is biased because their American news channels are biased. And I think it's, yeah, again, everything is biased, as you say, but it's really difficult to get an understanding of another country's political system. I think we're trying to focus on this podcast anyway, on the British politics system. And I believe, I believe that um, we as a country are focusing on um, issues um, at the moment which are quite dramatic. And I don't think that um, this potential World War Three is a big enough issue to, because um, I don't personally think it will happen, because I can just see that nukes will be fired and there'll be no planet left. So it's, it I, nice, well, I mean, it's, it's I mutual destruction. Yeah, I can just see, and plus, anyway, it's, it, does, it doesn't involve us. It's not our war. It's not our battle. It's between America and Iran. I was just going to say the UN's first course of action will be economic sanctions, not war. Yeah, and this is, as Charlotte, I know, Bob Juice just said, um, it will be economic sanctions before a war. And she's totally right. And this is the thing between America and China. It's They're just put on tax, and it makes the country struggle so much that they're not able to operate properly. And I think as... I said it doesn't involve us. It w the only way it could involve us is our trade, um, but that will be affected at the end of this month anyway. Theo, I've got a question. So the most peaceful countries in Europe are Switzerland and Austria, and both of those have allowed the votes to be at 16, and it doesn't look like there's had a massive influence, and it doesn't look like there's been uh, bad behaviour, been immature. They're still kept up to the reputation. So surely if those standards are allowed... In other democratic European countries, we. Can I understand. I understand where you come from, but at the end, of the, we are a completely different country to Austria or Switzerland. We are the United Kingdom, and we're also leaving and the EU. So and the, this, the, this whole thing of the European Union, yes, it will affect us dramatically. But the, the as you said, it's still a third or f third and fourth um, neutral country, most, peaceful. most peaceful countries. Um, but as the UK, we are diff we're completely different, and we have a completely different poli like politics um, in power of the country, um, and they operate in different ways. So, I mean, they might be left wing, no, sorry, they might be right wing <coughs> in um, Switzerland, and we might be right wing here. But the two different right wing parties might have completely and utterly different decisions and different thoughts, and therefore the. Um, political system of the United Kingdom and the political system of Austria and uh, Switzerland were completely different, so therefore you cannot compare them. Okay, I, I see your point there, it's just that um, if they're... I'm sorry, oh, sorry. Um, the, um, you said about it's supposed their students over there might be educated on it, their student, we don't know that yeah. they're, they might have education on the uh, political situation uh, and they also might um, be uh, told like, about it in school and there might be that support in place already to uh, give the students the information. Well, here we don't have that in place yet. Yeah, I completely agree that there should be, I said this before on the podcast, that there should be neutral political education for under 18-year-olds rather than just hearing it from the people you're around on a day-to-day -day basis. 
Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's it's one of those situations where we can keep asking and asking, but until the government are willing to um, see this plead, I don't. And it's also about the, if the government do accept the plead and they want it to be there and they want the votes to be at 16, then we're going to have to adapt the way the country operates. Um, so, yeah, I think, it's, as I say, it's really it's a difficult situation, um, especially regarding recent times. Um, but maybe it might be an option, but as I said, it needs to be implemented as a way of educating 16, 17-year-olds first on how the world operates and how jobs operate and tax because yeah and it's about getting them to understand the bigger picture not just what they see yeah i I think we've come to a bit of conclusion that we both sides of the argument feel that there should be the this non-biased education surrounding it but it's just and i think it's not it's just it's just how it happens yeah And, and i'm not saying that it should happen tomorrow because tomorrow is big bigger and better things to be going on um, yeah, I, I, I totally understand, um, and yeah, but yeah, it's it's, it's a really difficult one to do, and it, I especially can't see it happening in recent, like no, in um, what's the word, in near future. I can't see it happen because of all the things that have happened. So, when would you propose that it would be implemented? I, uh, it's really difficult. I think I th- I, it might. I, th- I personally don't think it should be but that is my opinion at the end of the day my opinion is not a fact um and i think that it shouldn't be but if it was to it would be um i don't don't know you couldn't really say if i'm honest because it's one of those situations where there isn't as such um the sort of like idea of it even happening at all in the government yet yeah which means that they're not even considering it which means obviously you can't give a date on when it might or might not happen yeah um so yeah just uh th- we're gonna have to oh sorry um i think that if it no just as a final point if there was to be an education thing implemented it would have to be after the government has finished being busy like yeah. they, they've got hmm. a b-word going on there was recently the Iran attacks. Yeah, and I and think everything going on, and they are the government's. Although we are not part of it, the government will still have to be concerned about it. Yeah, and you know there are lots of concerns mm. that we have to deal with before we even think about letting the. And, e- and even that poor teenager who recently got into some troubles um, abroad. Oh yes. Um, and I think the government at the moment, especially, are just not capable to mm. take on the extra load of implementing vote 16 to that uh, influence i think i looked up a minute ago it was it was 14 million yeah about people that. and mm. that's so many uh people to get the vote and i think it's just going to be too difficult for the country yeah. to operate like to um put in place um at this time and i think we need to move on so just as a curiosity uh can we go around is it yes you think there should be vote 16 or no if you think there shouldn't uh, just out of curiosity, we'll get the teens to do it as well. So, team, do you want to come over? Do they look at that as well? <coughs> right, so I'll start with me. I think no. Josh? I think no as well. I think yes. I don't think there should be a vote at 16, no. No. I don't think there should be a vote at 16, despite having to debate that uh, for about half an hour now, saying we should be voted at 16, but it shouldn't. I do not believe there should be votes at 16 either. Um, I think there should be votes at 
Well, there you go. So very mixed opinions um, from a group of teenagers roughly the same age. And we're off now for Tina. <laughs> so thank you very much for listening uh, to our podcast, and we shall see thank you, you for next week. Me as well. Yeah, thank you very see much, Jack. Thank Pleasure you. having Jack on. <laughs> thank you.